Thank you for listening to the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. If you enjoy the show and want to support us, the best ways are to leave a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite platform and follow us on Twitter or Instagram at lunchpailguys underscore. Welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Lunch Pail Guys podcast. I am your host, Wyatt, uh, joined with Jared, Aiden, Bart, no Lucas, who's still load managing this week. On this episode, we're going to switch to the NBA, talk about the Sixers, Mavs, talk about Luka, um, talk about the NBA MVP awards and its relevance. Nikola Jokic falls short in back-to-back playoff runs with losses to the Phoenix Suns uh, and last year and Golden State this year. Only 14 players in NBA history have won the MVP award multiple times. Nikola Jokic winning it this year will make it 15. Bart, does Jokic's playoff failures coupled with his MVP awards devalue the award? <laughs> no, not at all. I don't think so. And take this with a grain of salt, perhaps, because you're, you're asking the token podcast Jokic stan here. But I don't think so. I don't think so. And the reason I say that is because these narratives that we're hearing around Jokic this season, they're simply not factual. Like it's, it's not actually this big of a deal. Let me, let me explain to you why I say that. I took a look back at all the MVPs since the merger. So since the 76, 77 season, right? Okay. So first of all, you want to talk about an MVP having playoff success that suggests win, win the title, right? Only 15 of the 45 have won one. So already you're only looking at a third of them winning at all. So like, okay, it's not even that big, big of a deal if an MVP loses. Okay. But some people were saying, well, he nearly got swept in the first round, right? Okay. Kareem has lost in the first round. Magic has lost in the first round. So it's not even that weird, right? And they weren't even swept. They took a game. They were close to being swept, whatever. <laughs> what about getting swept in another round? Because last year, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they got swept in the second round by the Suns, right? Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, actually. I, I was looking at my wrong list. Bill Walton, Moses Malone, Dirk, and Westbrook have lost in the first round. Kareem and Magic have all been swept after the first round. So he's still an elite company. And then talking about getting swept in the first round. This is what bothered me the most. People were saying Jokic is going to become the first MVP ever to get swept in the first round. It's not true. What they meant to say, (laughs) if they had wanted to be factually correct, was he's going to be the first MVP to get swept in a seven-game series after the NBA merger. Two totally different things. (laughs) Moses Malone got swept in the best of three series in 78-79, and then a guy named Wes Best Unseld. Wes Unseld. Yeah, I didn't even know that they had series that short. Wes Unseld got <laughs> swept in a, in a best of seven series like six years before the merger. So it, it's happened before. So don't talk to me about how the MVP award is losing some of its pedigree. It's done lost its pedigree if you want to talk about <laughs> NBA history on the whole. Okay. It's ridiculous. Okay, but you know what? There's one more thing that we don't talk about enough, and that's the fact that Kareem, the year before the merger... 75 76 he won the mvp they didn't even make the playoffs and you're going to try to sit here and tell me that Jokic this year getting one game against the warriors is a stain on the mvp i don't think so ultimately but it is, though. i don't think so why okay you know what i'll give you a chance let me let me say one more thing i think go ahead the playoff success i think has to be icing on the cake if Jokic, if he wins the mvp okay let me let me let me say this another way Either penalize Jokic by not giving him the MVP 
or give him the MVP, which is an admission that his teammates aren't that good and that he's been carrying them, right? But if you if you give him the MVP, then you also have to admit that his teammates aren't that good when they get nearly swept by the Warriors. The Warriors are like a 65-win team in disguise, and I don't think that there should be an expectation <laughs> that this Nuggets team can hang with them. They can't. You have to take context into account. I think the Nuggets have been carried by Jokic this whole season. It's a regular season award. He put up the numbers. When it comes to the playoffs, you you might just run into a juggernaut of a team, and I think that's what happened here. So to me, Jokic, I mean, he still may not even win the MVP this year, right? But if if he does, I think it's warranted, and I don't think this first-round loss is that big of a deal. Bart, who would the Nuggets beat in a first-round series, though? That's my question. <laughs> Anybody they I mean, ran into, they would have lost. Well, like, across both I conferences, I think they, except for the Pelicans, maybe they could have beaten the Hawks. They would have beaten the Pelicans. <laughs> no, West Western Conference team. Uh, okay, but that's another reason why it doesn't make sense because the conference that you happen to be in is arbitrary. You can't choose who the other teams are. Okay. I mean, no, you're not wrong, but that's the point, though. Like we, we're saying that the Nuggets are not good, but Jokic individually has been masterful, and that's why they've even reached the playoffs. That's why he deserves the MVP. Okay, well, but it is. Going back to your previous point, though, sure, I definitely, those are good points that I agree. Um, maybe the MVP already had lost its luster. But do you agree, though, that this season, him winning the MVP would be a further stain on losing that luster? No. Oh. It's on. a regular season award. Okay. I really How valuable think, are like, you to your team, though? I don't understand. If, but if, he is so but, valuable because, to his team. Look at the supporting cast. The if supporting he weren't on the team, Jared, 10 wins. Wins. Okay, ten so wins. Ten wins. is the next so best player, and he's fine. So do you think that Jamal way. Murray and Michael Porter, do you think Jamal Murray and Michael Porter would have resulted in four more wins, or three more wins, excuse me? In that I think it, it would have made it a much closer series, yes. It would have made yes. much closer, or they would have won the series. Well, I mean, I I, 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 I don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, <laughs> what do I mean? Make a stand. You think so it's that big of a difference? Be the number one seed yeah, I do. The, I, I think that I would have not given, been surprised if the Nuggets won. That's ludicrous, Bart. <laughs> That's ludicrous. <laughs> no. To, to suggest that Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, who are both really good players, would have resulted in three more wins in a series in a second round uh, visit, they would. They would be playing the Mavs in the second round. I am not saying that the Warriors or that the the uh, Nuggets would take down the Warriors, given how good the Warriors are when they have health. But Michael Porter Jr. averaged like 19 a game and Murray averaged what, like 22 a game? Like they were core players. They would be core players to that team that instead the Nuggets had slotted in essentially backups who would do their best. That is a huge difference. Okay. Yeah. The Play. the difference though. The difference though is winning one playoff series. They've never they've never won a second playoff series. That core. So they can have that, I guess, if they want. So okay. I but, mean, like last year the they thing. ran up if, against another. If like the another expectation, if the expectation is the Blazers one time. Come on now. Anyway. If the How expectation has going? always <laughs> been that they were going to lose in the first round, Aiden, whether they had Jamal Murray and Michael Porter or not. Then we can't give MVPs to six seeds. We cannot. It's a regular season award, and the numbers would suggest that Nikola Jokic just had the best season we've ever seen from a player in the history of, of, of the NBA. And he it resulted in a six round seed or six seed in a first round exit. The only other time we've done a, a six seed MVP was Russell Westbrook, and that's probably a bad look for the league as well. 
It's an indictment on the league to have Nicole Jokic receive his MVP on a Zoom call in a conference room instead of playing in the NBA playoffs. I mean, I, you I, look at every other MVP over the past however many years, and they had a much better supporting cast than what we're seeing right now. There is not a number two on that Nuggets team without Porter Jr. or Murray. There just there isn't. Okay, like Giannis but- has Middleton. You know, you've got Steph obviously has plenty of help. LeBron always had help in his post-Cavs days. Like, Westbrook is the example who didn't have help, but we all know that Westbrook just inflated numbers and that team was, you know, just doing their best. Well, Westbrook showed out in his series. Jokic, Jokic took a little bit to warm up, and he's now 8-2 and two in his last two playoff series. 2-8? Yeah. Jokic is... Okay. Is that correct or is that who are you? No. Who are you talking about? Uh, against the Suns. <laughs> Do you mean two and eight? Oh no, excuse me. He's eight and one. He's one and eight. Yeah, that's what I think you mean. He he won one game in the series. Around. He yeah, got yeah, swept yeah. last Sorry. year. That's but I don't good. care. That's my point. Is that it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. He's one. By and the eight. way, without Chris Middleton, Giannis has won more games than Jokic has the last. Bucks year. Bucks just held the arguably best offense in the league to. Very few points. They still have an elite team without Chris Middleton. I mean, yeah, clearly, Drew Holiday. He's the offensive player of the year. No, come on now. I mean, sure, like he, yeah, but no, <laughs> he has he has been a defensive player. Giannis would also deserve the MVP this year. We we talked about this on one episode, but I mean, the point the point stands. It's about impact. Go back and wins. take away Kareem's MVP when they didn't even make the playoffs. Take away Moses Malone's MVP when he got swept as well. Take away Wes Unseld's MVP. Like, this happens. I Is Jokic going to go I down gotcha, with, but with Wes, or is he going to go down with Kareem? That's the question. But here's, but here's the historical <laughs> precedence is that he is now one of 15, 14 other people to be a two-time MVP, and at least Kareem won a championship in between his, his yeah, MVPs. Well, Kareem, Kareem got to play with Magic. Give Jokic never, a teammate we, even remotely that good. He would cream was still a fantastic player. Actually, the first one you probably okay, that's the one when he got to play with Big O. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> we never de or we we never do this that he got to play with somebody else type thing. They don't receive less points or extra points because of it. It's about individual impact on wins. Yes, they were still a six seed, even though they had no An underdog. Else. He was going to be an underdog in the series, probably be an underdog for the entire playoffs that they advanced past this round. Oh, absolutely. You cannot, yeah, you yes. can't give him an MVP, make him an underdog, and make, give him to the six seed. It's a bad look. Okay, okay I mean, if you just from a theoretical about... perspective, if we have most valuable player, we're saying is the most valuable player to a team, say the mm-hmm. team without some without X person would be the worst team in the league, and then with them would be, you know, a playoff team, that could technically still make them the most valuable player over someone else, even if their team is still bad. Why? Well, what you're, I think what you're saying is that you just don't like the fact that the criteria for MVP is flexible, and this year we're saying that it should be what Aiden's saying, that Jokic lifted an otherwise scrubby team up. You're saying the, the criteria no, should be more consistent. No, he didn't lift them very like, far. If, if he was he a game away a, from being in the play-in. If he lifted a gutter team into the playoffs, that's pretty far, I would say. I mean, how is that not... 
You want the MVP let's to always Trey, be a top three Trae seed. You want then. the best player let's on the best Trae team. The yeah, let's give Trey Young the MVP. I think Trey Young has a better team behind him. <laughs> and Trey Young's <laughs> numbers are significantly worse, but it's fine. <laughs> he scored his, He scored more points than anybody else in the league. Yeah, but he also, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. It's about individual impact on wins. My problem with it is the historical relevance in it that a two-time MVP, a back-to-back MVP, would suggest Nikola Jokic is one of the greatest players in NBA history, and they were a sixth seed in a first-round exit. That's a bad look for the NBA. That's a bad look for NBA voters, and I think that the award, it's a, it's a bad look on the award. Tarnish. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about the MVP anymore. I think we've said everything there is to say at this point. <laughs> right. You know what I want to hear is NBA All Rookie first teams. That should, that should be our judge for for goats. Now I don't care about MVPs anymore. They no mean nothing. <laughs> I want to. All I want to know is who won the Taco Bell Skills Challenge in the All Star Game weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then then we'll start talking. The best predictor of, you know. I actually, it's, yeah, right. Michael Jordan's never want to talk about skills challenge. <laughs> Every year he won it. As the Taco uh, Bell skills challenge. It was called that. Anyway. Speaking of a guy who won the Taco Bell skills challenge, Joel Embiid. I actually think, I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm just saying. <laughs> what? I think I was, someone looked it up like this. On, on this pod, uh, we just make up facts. <laughs> Uh, Joel Embiid <laughs> suffered an orbital fracture in the final minutes of the Toronto game while being up 29 points with four minutes left. Although the Sixers are hopeful he'll be able to play against Miami, uh, they lost today. He may have some serious t- miss some serious time with injury. Aiden, can the Sixers make it to the finals without Joel Embiid? No. The East is good. Like it's just. There are a lot of deep teams in the East. Without Embiid, every other team remaining in the East is better and deeper. I'm, I'm very convinced of that. The Sixers were 6-8 six and eight without Embiid this year. That's not a large sample size, but that's against you know the general field. Let's not talk about the top four teams in the East or the top eight teams in the NBA. Uh, so I really think if, if Embiid's out the remaining time and the Heat kind of stay as is, it's, there's not really a shot. Their best hope of surviving in my opinion, is if the Heat succumb to their own injury issues, which have been a problem all year. Kyle Lowry missed game one, though that clearly wasn't a problem. Um, Jimmy Butler had soreness issues with his right knee last series. It's possible those could come back up. Tyler Hero was out with cold issues. You know, Bam was out a bunch of the season. If there's some injury issue that comes up, then maybe that's an opening for the Sixers. Otherwise, if Embiid's not back, which it does seem like Embiid could potentially be back for the end of the series, um, I, I really don't think there's a chance without him. With that said, Harden's reputation is always that he just doesn't really, you know, his success hasn't translated to the playoffs. This is his opening. This is a chance to change the narrative around James Harden if he wants to prove me wrong. Put the team on, on his back and have this be like his kind of iconic moment to maybe carry them through to the Eastern Conference Finals when... Maybe Embiid would be back. It's very unclear as to as the actual date. But in my mind, I don't really see it happening. I think if Embiid doesn't come back, they'll get swept. I'm not even joking. Mm. I think that I was I, I could have looked dumb if they would have won this game today. But luckily this is releasing <laughs> oh, this is released on Thursday, so we'll see. 
But this is being, this is for the record being recorded right after game one has ended. I think they could definitely get swept uh, by the Heat. They struggled with the Raptors. They really struggled with the Raptors towards the end. Mm-hmm. They're super inconsistent. Like Doc Rivers has the sketchiest record on being able to coach a team that doesn't have a bunch of talent either. So we will see. I love Embiid. He's he's a gamer and like he definitely you can tell he wants to play through this injury. But at the same point, like if a, a bone is fractured in your face, I don't know how much you can do about that. You know what I mean? And you have a concussion. Face mask and beat is coming. I I think this is this could be when we see an 0-3 comeback happen. If he comes back in game four, I would not be shocked to see the Sixers come back and win it. But otherwise, really? I agree. Really? Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like that Down gives on the heat. credit. Jeez. Uh, no, I was going to say, I think the Heat are clearly the worst of the three other teams. So even if the Sixers won this one, I could not see them ever getting past the Celtics or the Bucks. Disagree. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of a gut feeling, so yeah, <laughs> you yeah. probably have better reasons for me too. But <laughs> just to clear up the record, Joel Embiid did not win the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. He got in fact he, he cheated. Yeah, That's I the typed, first I typed it in Joel Embiid cheated in Taco Bell Skills Challenge. It <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. He lost anyway in 2018 in the semifinals to Lori Markinen. I don't know who won that year. Doesn't matter. It's not Joel Embiid. <laughs> I think that if Joel Embiid doesn't come back, you have James Harden, who is one of the least clutch players in NBA history, and you have Doc Rivers, who literally leads every major choke category <laughs> <laughs> in NBA history. As far as he's he has the worst record in closeout games, and he has he's the only coach to lose more than one three to one leads. Um, so, I mean, it's like. If he has to go four games without Joel Embiid, they are in some deep trouble. If when it, when they go to the timeout and everyone sits down, and they look up at Doc, and then Doc looks over at James Harden. Uh, the you know they're screwed. No, none of those guys know how to make a decision in the final minutes of the game. <laughs> oh man, be sweating bullets. Luca, however, yeah. does pretty well in a lot of the games. One of the better playoff performances we've seen in in the most recent years. The Mavericks finally did it. They made it out of the first round. Uh, Jalen Brunson was fantastic. Luca, pretty good as well. They faced the Phoenix Suns in round two. Jared, do the Mavericks have the easiest path to the finals? And should we view the Mavericks as championship favorites? No. I mean, I don't necessarily think we should view the Mavericks as favorites. And I don't think they have the easiest path to the finals. But I do think this is... Sure you texted me. <laughs> I said this is Luca's clearest path to a finals appearance that he has had i think there's no super team in my opinion sitting in front of him very decent supporting cast as you mentioned with brunson dinwiddie and the team's played really well with him off the court but this is this is what an mvp looks like bart highest usage in the league and leading (laughs) your team to the finals that's what an mvp looks like right there and and here that this what? is the thing. Like, this might look this might look stupid because um, they're losing currently. That we're recording this during Game One, and it's getting released on Thursday. But the Suns, they kind of struggled with Pelicans. Yes, I know it was minus Devin Booker, but even then, I don't see a juggernaut there. Who knows what Booker? If that injury comes up, like a hamstring injury, can definitely come and nag you again pretty pretty easily when you try to come back that quickly too. The Mavs won the season series against both the Grizzlies and the Warriors. And and Luca, as you alluded to, Wyatt is clutch in the playoff. Like he uh, in the in clutch time, as including the playoffs, 
he elevates his game like his effective field goal percentage on shots that have a a normal impact on win probability is 52.7%. And then in the clutch, that goes all the way up to 59.5. And the list I got unfortunately was not sorted from like highest to lowest, but I did see his clutch shooting percentage this season was better than Jokic, LeBron, Jason Tatum, KD this season. Like that's pretty good company. And mostly I wanted the segment on here because besides Dame Luca is my currently my second favorite player in the NBA. Just every time I watch a game with him live, he puts on a show. Um, I want to see him succeed. I want to see the Mavericks succeed. Generally, though, I think the West is really fun right now. The East is, too. But I, I really like the teams in the West right now. Mine, the Suns, they're like, I'm fine with them. Like, I don't love them. But I would much rather see the Mavericks play either the Warriors or Grizz for sure. Okay. Dang. I'd, I, for one, would like to see the Suns finally get a title, see some success. Luca is so young, he'll have a shot, but I, I can't disagree with you. Luca is such a blast to watch. He's he's absurd. I looked at uh, – he's got three triple-doubles in 16 playoff games so far, which is obviously a super tiny sample size, but it's a better rate, <laughs> a triple-double rate, than LeBron, Magic, and Westbrook, all three of them. So he's like – he really just goes off. And maybe mm-hmm. is that a credit to how – much the Mavs rely on him, like overly so, you could say. Yeah, maybe. But this year, it does seem like they're more balanced, like you were saying. So, it's it bodes well. Well, yeah, Lucas, we've seen an uptick in play, from the playoffs to the regular season in points per game, rebounds per game, steals per game, three-point percentage, and field goal percentage for Luka, and free throw percentage. I mean, he is exactly the guy that you want, and... You know, as far as Jared saying that this is probably one of the, this is not a super team, I think Luka is a star that doesn't need, you know, a handful of other stars that are around him. He's exactly the type of star that you need, and we've seen him in in previous playoff uh, performances, that you just need really good talent and a couple good players to step up. And this may be underselling Jalen Brunson, but we know Jalen Brunson is not a star or a superstar in this league, but he's been a very serviceable second scorer for them. And I think as as long as you have teams or the team around him do things on a consistent basis, Luca can get it done for you. I'm not convinced of that personally. I think Luca's amazing, but I still expect them. I think they're the worst team remaining in the playoffs currently. Wow. Though maybe that's maybe the, the Sixers are. I do not wow. think they would wipe the floor with the Heat. I really They'll do not think that's Sixers. true. They might with the Sixers without Embiid. Um. But if you have Embiid, I think they're the worst team remaining. And I'm not convinced that Luka on his own can take the Mavs to the title. I I don't think that's true. You probably well, you were one of the Giannis haters too, though, weren't you? No, I was not. <laughs> play back the Yeah, tape. he was a Giannis hater wasn't. for sure. I definitely was not a Giannis hater. Giannis. Go back hey, everybody to the remember that on I the podcast, Aiden was a Giannis hater. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and the podcast listeners, they're thorough. They will go back true. to the tape, and they will see that that was Gian- not true. Hey, Aiden I also thought you, Joel and Beat won the Talk About Skills Challenge, too. <laughs> I did. I've been, for years, I've been hawking the fact that Embiid won the Talk About Skills Challenge. And the three-point contest and the dunk contest all in the same year. Isn't that crazy? Anyway. Um, Is but... anyone ever done that? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I'm not sold on Luca doing it on his own. Even though I do, I agree that this is the best team he's had yet. I, 
Yeah, I don't I don't think I can support the clear path to the finals philosophy here. I uh Why not? I don't I don't see how you can sleep on the Suns and the Warriors this much to say that I don't yeah, I, I like I agree with Aiden that Luca's amazing, but if he can beat either of those teams, he if they can beat either of those teams, I will be really surprised because the other teams are just they're much more well-rounded, right? They're like much more much less reliant on any one player. I would be concerned about the the Mavs having asked Luca to do too much. I mean, the Sun, like, yeah, the Suns won sixty plus games for a reason. If the Mavs can win this series, I'll be really surprised. Yeah, but in terms of asking Luca too much, they've done that. They do that the entire season. He has the highest usage rate in the mm-hmm. entire league. I mean, I yeah, but yeah, that's why the are built for this. But they were a four seed, right? So. Okay, well, look at last year. Last year, the MVP. Nets came in and they were a two seed, and everybody was like, "Giannis can't beat this team with Kyrie and KD." <laughs> and yes, James Harden get hurt, but maybe that happens to the Suns and Devin Booker gets hurt, Draymond Green gets yeah. ejected in the next series. You know what I mean? Yeah, injuries. It really are, only yeah. takes that. Like I think it, it just. I just feel like I see a lot of parallels to Giannis last year, and this could be Luca's moment in the same way, where it was like, "This is a great player." They don't. They maybe don't have the best team, but if the stars align, and, and not that many stars though, is what I'm saying. There's not that many stars that have to align. Just one on that team specifically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Aiden, is this enough to convince you? Luka Doncic scored 500 points in his first 16 games, the fastest to ever do it outside of Michael Jordan, who did it in 14. And currently, in the 16 games he's played so far. He averages 32.7 points, the second best behind Michael Jordan. Pretty decent company, but that puts him above Allen Iverson, Kevin Durant, Jerry West, LeBron James, uh, a bunch of other guys, Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's on here as well. (laughs) By the way, the bottom of this list, Nicole Jokic on a per-game basis in the first 16. Uh. (laughs) Be quiet. (laughs) Tell me, tell me about VORP though. <laughs> VORP. I've never seen VORP Michael win a Jordan was yeah exactly was all about his VORP. Uh, He's checking every game. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully you think this podcast's value over replacement player is good too. <laughs> That'll do it for us today. I'm so value sorry. Over. That was terrible. That was terrible. You Thank you for listening to the placement podcast. It's improv. Yeah, yes, yeah, I know. There you go. That's <laughs> name change again. Um, <laughs> Thank you all for listening as always. Uh, you know you know the drill. Share, subscribe, rate, all the good stuff. Uh, keep an eye out for why it's No Days Off. Solo show coming out soon. Keep an eye out for more F1. No Pit Stops shows. Uh, and we will see you all back next week. Thanks again. 